Uh, well, hello everybody out there. My name is Adam Fairholme, and welcome to another special edition of the Music Video Land podcast brought to your good friends, your super good friends, at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. My name is Adam, and uh, with me, as usual, is uh, Mr. Douglas Klinger. Doug, you are you doing fine? How are you? I'm I'm just I'm doing all right. Hmm, okay, and then uh, with us as always, per usual, is uh, Mr. Adam Alexander from Fringe Music Fix. Adam, how are you as well? I'm actually perfect. Wow, so you're doing a lot, you're doing a lot better than Doug. A lot better. I'm on I'm on I'm six of ten, and and Adam's over there ten of ten. So his internet is a ten of ten today, though. Ooh, here it is. Here it goes a great a great internet going. It's it's because I have my Dropbox paused. Ooh, is, is that what has been causing your... No, actually, frequent... usually my Dropbox is normally paused, and this time it's not. Hmm. I didn't pause. I was like, fuck that. Fuck that noise. I'm just let my, I'm just let my Dropbox do its thing. Well, everybody, it's that time of year again. We all know the time of year. If you are a, a, a person living anywhere, you know it is end-of-the-year list times. Anybody can make an end-of-the-year list about anything we've seen them for album of the year you know artists of the year embarrassing moments of the year pretty much anybody who has a blog of any kind will put together some sort of top 10 list not only that consequence of sound has really taken this as far as they can go they, they've stopped just doing lists that have anything to do with the year at all and they're just like rolling out a bunch of lists every day now just best best foo fighter song <laughs> like like it's just nothing Nothing to do with 2013. They're just pumping out lists right now. Uh, it's it's tis the season for lists. Yeah, if if you're releasing something and it's not in list form into December, shame on you. Because you, you, it, you fucked up. It used to be. I mean, it used to be that these lists came out like I remember they would come out sort of after Christmas and before New Year's. I don't I don't know if that's just a false memory, but now I mean it's you know it's, we're recording this on Thursday, December 12th, and. Like the bulk of everyone's lists have come out, like Pitchfork, Rolling Stone, like all those, and BuzzFeed actually had a music video list uh, this week, and and there also have been the you know YouTube top trending and top music video lists, uh, which we will talk about because we have some issues with those. Um, yeah, but all the things, all the lists, every all single the lists list. are out. And IMVDB is no different because we we took this week to kind of be our our list week. And uh, we decided to do something we've never done before. We had curated lists from some people we really kind of we wanted to hear lists from or hear what they what they put on a list. So we got lists from um, Isaac Ravi Shankara, a director who uh, couldn't narrow it down to ten, but he did eleven um, music videos of the year, um, and they were all music videos that have a, had a theme. They gave him quote unquote the feelies, which is which everyone knows what that means. Exactly, yeah, definitely. Um, Very and, descriptive. And his number one video, which some of them weren't in order, but Isaac did put his in order. Um, and his number one video was the, the single take version of Stay by Rihanna, directed by Sophie Mueller. And, uh, or Mueller. And uh, this was never actually released as an official video, but... Um, there are sources with like several million views, though. So yeah, it apparently was, was leaked by Rihanna or something like that. And then then somebody took it down. I don't know. The the origins of it are fuzzy, but it was a, it was a great list. Yeah, it was a fantastic list. We 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 did a bunch of lists. We we had them all from from many different walks of the music video industry. And um, there were a few um, 
some overlap in in a lot of the lists, but a lot of them had some surprising surprising picks as well. And um, we should and, just go over what the lists are because we'll link to all of them in the, in the show notes. There, one of them is uh, Norton's uh, top ten music videos of 2013, which were presented in no particular order. Um, and we also had Evan Proflaski's uh, top ten of the year. So yeah, that was a good. One. We had you say we had Norton, Evan, uh, Isaac, Ravi Shankar. We had one from Brother who not only could they not think of ten, they they couldn't even narrow it to twenty. They they gave me a list of twenty five. So you can see twenty five of Brother's uh, top music videos in playlist form. You could just hit play and, and sit back for like an hour or two and and just watch music videos select hand selected by Brother. That was too hot for the blog. It was too uh, hot for the blog. Um, because it's a lot of videos. There are a lot, a lot of embeds to load. Um, right. But yeah, and their list was fantastic. Brother did an awesome job, and uh, you know, getting those twenty-five music videos together because even twenty-five is is tough to to narrow it down to. Um, we also had the Prez Brothers, um, which all they also did. I believe they did a numbered list, right? The top ten. They did a top. Yeah, they 10. did a full top ten. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm just loading it now, but I'm, tra- I'm trying to remember whether their number one was uh, Gis- Gisafelstein, Hater Glory. Right. Um, by Fleur and Manu, which is a, a video that we've talked about uh, many times on this pod, or a few times on the podcast, especially when it came out. A fantastic video. It's um, in our top 50. In our top 50, definitely. And then we also have uh, another uh, top of the year music video list, and it was uh, from someone who's on this very podcast, Mr. Adam Alexander, Fringe Music Fix. Um, Adam, you did your, how many did you do? I did 10. 10. And mm-hmm. uh, and your number one was also by the band Gisasselstein. Yeah, yeah, but Pursuit, which seems to be actually of the lists that I've seen, I've seen uh, Hater Glory and Pursuit seem to be the popular number ones um, across they, the internet, one or the other. Yeah, they've gotten around. There's been some funky lists out there. Let's yeah. just say a lot of the lists have been funky, but uh, but well, those videos pop up frequently. They do. They pop up in a few other lists on our site. Have they popped? I haven't looked at anybody else's lists, like Rolling Stone or, or BuzzFeed. Has anybody else put them on their lists? Yeah, Pitchfork had uh, probably both. I'm I'm not sure about that, but I, they definitely have popped up mm-hmm. across a lot of the bigger sites. I'm I'm glad those. So it, it, you mentioned narrowing it down to 25 has been tough. Narrowing it down to 50 has been tough too. I mean, the, you know, when it's all said and done, there's there's going to be you know nearly 10,000 music videos uh, in our database. Whoa, from, whoa, whoa, whoa. 10,000. I thought we settled on 8,000. Uh, I said nearly 10. That's eight is still nearly 10. Mm. But you, I mean, I think I th- I think that I mean, if it's there's going to be a lot. Eight, eight, ten. I mean, who, it's 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 an estimation. We've got we've got about six now, and several several hundred that we've yet to accept in our queue, and then you know a few more that are going to come out, um, obviously between now and the end of the year, and then you know who knows. I mean, we definitely have had to have missed a few, and so hopefully and hopefully we'll get those. You know, I'm still certainly still adding videos to the site from 2012, so. Um, you know, stuff will pop up, but you're right. We did settle on eight, eight thousand, and it'll. And I, I, I'm confident in that. So, either way, whether it's six, eight, or ten, narrowing it down to fifty is 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 really difficult. And and I'm glad that, um, you know, there were a few that we had to cut off our list um, that we really, really loved. 
And it was essentially just like an arbitrary choice. It's like, do you like this video more than this video? And you can't really, you can't really know, uh, like if you did or if you do or you don't. It's kind of just a judgment call, like a just like a, like I said, it's pretty arbitrary. So mm -hmm. I've been happy for the fact that this, the ones that we've had to cut, kind of cut off our list that we would have liked to have been there, they've they've popped up on those other people's lists. So I'm glad that the recognition has been spread. Uh, uh, across the world. <laughs> and Adam, you had uh, a video that I actually haven't seen on a lot of people's lists that I wanted to ask you about, and that is uh, your number two, Tennis Court by Lord. If, 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 if I've seen, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, um, if I've seen a Lord video on any list, it's usually team, has been team or royals. Um, and tennis court's kind of been overlooked. So why did you why did you you put this one that gave it high praise all the way to number two? Yeah, for sure. Um, I kept going back to this video um, all year long. I find that there's a lot of uh, hidden subtleties to the video, um, and also it kind of suits the. Um, she has a very minimalistic approach to everything that she does, be it her or her producers, um, even her music. Uh, very like uh, basically just you get like a, a synthesizer and one simple like drum loop and then her vocals and that's basically every track on the album and uh, i thought the video was a really cool kind of an aesthetic uh reflection of that idea it's very super simple her, almost not like nothing happens just a shot of her with some cool lighting and uh i i just like what they haven't done in the video they they don't she doesn't lip sync every lyric and it's all kind of uh, I don't know. I just thought it really, really struck me as something different that I hadn't seen done before. Yeah, I was glad to see it on your list there because I had actually um, I hadn't watched that video in a while since it came out. Um, and you also have some other some other unique ones on there. Young uh, New Summer by Young Galaxy and um, uh, Tiff by Plesia. Actually, actually, I think that was on Isaac's list too. Um, and uh, what was the one? The Lilies by Bad for Lashes at number nine, which is a fantastic video that I, I had actually forgotten a little about a little bit until I saw it on your list. Yeah, that was definitely an earlier video from this year. Yeah. I think that I think that's on either BuzzFeed or Pitchfork. It was on one of those. Yeah, it's popped up a few times. Uh, actually, Consequence of Sound had it on there too, among some other really strange choices. But they did have Lilies on there. Yeah, what is going? Yeah, what, Co Consequence of Sound. What is going on over there, you guys? There's <laughs> some weird things going on. There, there's some weird things. I, I'm, I'm wondering though if the music blogs um, are still like. I think music. I think the song is still a big part of their decision making process in some of those music blogs um, because you're seeing stuff like "Heim the Wire" or is it is it just the wire through the wire? Whatever one it is, the, the wire, the wire, the wire, which is a if a a great song it might be their best song um yeah. at least of the singles and um um but it, the video is not their best video it's a, it's a great video and uh i think we have it staff picked but i don't think that it is on the level of their stuff from last year um and so that's that's been a little bit of a head scratcher in terms of the video not to, you know and who and and yeah i tend to agree and people's personal taste is going to be per personal taste, but like I've seen it pop up frequently, and I just didn't 
I didn't quite think that video is is it, I think that part of that decision was the fact that they're a super hot band right now and that song is good and and that might be part of that decision making process on some of those music blogs uh um possibly I think maybe even subconsciously once cuz that happens to me I I'll see a video or a song in either order and and if I really like the video that can kind of enhance the song for me or vice versa and I think that probably does happen but I think you're right a lot of the music blogs probably don't put as much importance in a music video as music video fans do yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a weird line to cross because it's you know music videos are such a weird hybrid of two different art forms and they kind of there's definitely a blurred line <laughs> if you hey, hey. Um, between the two. <laughs> so you know that's why in our little blurbs and stuff, I think we made a pretty conscious decision to, you know not to talk about the music because I think there are you know a million other people are going to talk about the track for you know the Arctic Monkeys. Do I want to know track? I mean, there's. I think the more important thing is the, you know, is the, the visuals for us. And I think that song definitely. I mean, you, you, I don't think you can make a great video for for a shit song, honestly. Um, I mean, I think, you, I think you can make a great video for a mediocre song, but they're just there's such an important aspect of it um, that I think the two are kind of inseparable. But yeah, there's been and we've seen Kanye, uh, one of our or my at least uh, least favorite videos of the year uh, pop up on a few lists, and that is. Um, Black Skinhead by Kanye West, a- aka Yeezus, and uh, that's a it's got some that's my, it's my major head scratcher. I could see <laughs> him and all that all that stuff on there, but the the Black Skinhead I just don't understand. Completely agree, completely agree, and and I don't, and, and I don't think we should make this podcast about calling people out for their picks or or necessarily calling videos bad. But that I agree uh, entirely with there. there. There's been a lot of head scratchers, but yeah, the. The the black skinhead is is right up there with uh with the craziest one. So uh, Doug and I were talking uh, a few days ago about um <laughs> just the, the you know at the end of the year is kind of a mile marker for us because you know we kind of do the same things at the end of the year we do the best of list and stuff like that and we're talking about our best of list um, we did each of the top five ourselves in 2011. <laughs> and I think it's like it that we dropped it like in into a podcast. We did it like the very end of a podcast, and and I, I think literally nobody cared or or nobody listened to it or or heard it or read it at least. We um, didn't even have a place on the website for it. We we released it on Tumblr. Yeah, it was a it was a post on Tumblr. So anyway, that was that was humble beginnings to to that. And I think last year was a little better. Um, it got a little little bit of traffic, but we were really uh, excited about the amount of. Um, attention this year's best not to be too vain about it or anything like that but that we, we kind of put it out there and didn't know what anybody would think um, and we didn't do any promotion for it at all we just kind of shoved it out on Twitter and we got a, a, a really uh, big reaction which was which was a lot of fun and especially since we put a ton of work into this post and a ton of work putting together the, the list yeah it was a, it was a lot of work and not just because um, you know, it's it's difficult to uh, whittle down all these music videos to fifty, um, but then it's tough to explain why you picked those music videos. Um, which is why uh, I'm really uh, thankful that Mr. Adam Alexander was willing to do the same for his blog post. Because um, yeah, it's it's pretty difficult to kind of sometimes put into words what what makes a music video better than another one. And so, um, 
Yeah, that was that was particularly difficult. I had I had trouble with that. And I think we had a, a few instances where we took stuff off the list because we couldn't figure out what to say about it. I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Because right. Think, yeah, I think that and that's a telltale sign if you if you're sitting down and you just can't think of anything any reason to tell people why a music video is is good, then you probably doesn't belong there. Um, uh, so yeah, we so we wrote little paragraphs. Doug and I alternated for these. Um, I don't know. Should we should we go through the list a little bit? I think we should take down the list. Yeah, definitely. And because there's some overlap between ours and Adam's, and so um, and I'm sure Adam doesn't hate all of these videos. Maybe we could we could ask Adam why he didn't pick these videos when we go through them. Um, but yeah, let's stick through it. Um, so number ten for us was uh, Afterlife uh, by Arcade Fire. Technically, I mean, we're calling it a version two. Who knows? We're technically calling the Spike Jones live version of version one. And this was directed by um, one of our favorite directors, Emily Kaibach, and uh, DP'd by uh, someone who did a top ten for list for us, Evan Profowski. And um, this one is a, it was a sort of a late entry into the end of the year. This only came out a few weeks ago. It definitely, I think, for the, for the back half of the year, um, it, it's definitely the video that made the biggest impact on me. Um, and I think on, on us, I mean, most of the videos that we have on our top ten list uh, – came came not necessarily early on in the year but they've been out for a while this is definitely the newest one on there and it's 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 in the recent memory definitely the video that's uh made the biggest impact um you know of, of the recent videos that came out and i think that it's uh it even if it would have come out in the beginning of the year you would have found this video on that list you know people have the tendency of to put videos on a list that were recent because they're kind of fresh in your head and you're like oh remember how good that video was last week but um you know this is definitely one uh probably definitely the best video uh in my opinion from emily this year and she's put out some fantastic ones so um yeah i think it was an easy one to, to pick for this top 10 and i think you know what i wrote about it in a little a little post there that you know one of the reasons that we like this video so much is that it's a it's a really um representative piece of what is possible narratively with a music video you know one of the nice things or one of the interesting things about music videos is that you can kind of set up characters and explore them and let kind of the music do some of the 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 character development or you know you can um kind of set up characters you know hint at different things about them and then just kind of you know just show them you know doing something. I mean that's not really possible in a feature, obviously, and it, I don't think it's really as possible in a short film. I mean, you, in a, even in a short film, you need some sort of narrative arc. And while there are a lot of music videos that have uh, um, you know had narrative arcs within the span of you know a pop song, you know a few you know three four minutes, um, I think what Emily does with this is is really interesting because you definitely get. I mean, in the span of a few minutes. Um, it's kind of interesting the depth that she's able to bring to a few people with a few, you know, words or glances. And, and you know, it sounds easy, but it's something that's so difficult to do. And a lot of videos come close to, but Emily is, is, has a, a real kind of talent for this. Definitely. So, number nine? Number nine. So, <laughs> I wrote, actually, it's funny that we have the... Um, you're tagged as the writer for the for the second one cause, for number nine because I wrote the first half. I know, I should, right? I should, I should read it because it's, it's it sounds like you're talking in the third person. So. I know. Well, what? Yeah, it does. But you <laughs> did write that first half. Whatever. Like I, but then the second half, which is like, which is the actual reason why we picked this video. 
was written by me, and therefore, right. but yeah, it does, it does seem like I'm talking. <laughs> There's Doug Klinger, handsome ass Doug. So we, we kind of went back and forth about whether we should include this on the list, but not not for the content of it, but whether or not we should include a video that Doug is in. Because if out of the eight thousand or whatever music videos of this year, there's only one that Doug's in, and it happens to be in our top ten. Um, so we you know we wanted to kind of uh, well actually two. I'm in two videos. What's the other one? Radiate video, kind of. My voice. You know what video? The Radiate video. The Jack Johnson one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you. I didn't know your voice. Oh, well, no, no, no. This is this is you playing a character. I'm in the screenshot. (laughs) Yeah, you're in the screenshot for the for Vimeo staff to pick the video. I think this is this is the the more official one. Sure. Um, And Doug, what? Yeah, talk to me. Talk to us a little bit about uh, you know because you were there. You beat you behind the scenes. Yeah, so we were concerned that if it, you know, my concern at least is like, because I was there the whole time for the behind the scenes, and I was able to see what was going on, which was literally just the two brother guys and I.O. just like running around Long Island, like kind of just making this video happen um, just with a video camera. Like they really did not, there was nothing else involved with this process you know it was just like little props that they had like gone to the store to get like they were pulling them out of little plastic bags you know this this was a really unique video for for what they were able to come up with and and so you know initially i was like well gosh am i like is it because i'm in this and and that like i like it so much but i really think that it's it's genuine and it goes deeper than that and i think it's for a few reasons um first of all i think Brother had one of the best years of, of anybody for a director this year. They just put out a lot of really consistent, great work. And um, and although the, the work really, like, was able to build on itself and, you know, you were able to see improvements in their work as it goes on because these, these guys are really young still and, and still kind of developing. I think that this Wasted My Time video, you know, really is what jump-started them. And it's got, you know, it's, it's, it's got, like... Just all of the elements that they were able to build on, it seems like a lot of them got established in this video. And so, you know, I think for me, it's it was my favorite brother video of, of definitely, you know, a, a director duo that had a really fantastic year. And this is just them kind of in their raw form. No, no influence, just them running into the woods and, and coming out with this. And so because of that, you know, I felt like it definitely deserved to be in this top 10. It's funny because this video came in in April, and then just a few weeks ago, just literally a few months after that, they're doing the live, you know, American Music Award visuals for Miley Cyrus. So they've uh, they've they've made some interesting leaps in these. Yeah, season. right. Exactly. Like they've blown. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I definitely feel like this waste of my time video was that was that a big spark and a big part of that because they did great work before that too, but like. You know, this is really when you start to see that style, you know, really kind of start to take form. So, despite me being in this post, um, it's I think it's it's justified. Um, and I have a I have a question. So, did you get any of the pizza that they were having? The kids were having. So yeah, I, I did. Uh, I did get some pizza, but no Slurpee. Brother, what are you guys doing? Not treating your stars. Some pizza and Slurpee, just one or the other. <laughs> this star. It's funny that this is the screenshot that they would pick. This is I'm literally in the video for a screenshot. Yeah, and you're in there for less than a second, pretty much. Right, right, definitely. And then here, but there I am. Um, 
I guess we could we could have switched it to the Vimeo embed or the the YouTube embed where I'm not there. But where's the fun in that? Zero fun. Um, so let's move on to uh, item number eight, video number eight, cool song number two by MGMT, directed by Isaiah Surratt, um, which was uh, we, we did an article. I think we did an interview with Isaiah and who else? The producer, I think. No, it was just uh, it was just Isaiah. Just Isaiah talking about um, this video, and if directors always sometimes do this. They 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 make it sound like it's kind of no big deal. Um, you know, I think they were talking about you know writing this, you know, sitting on the floor of an airport and and kind of cobbling together the elements to, to make this. And when you watch this, I mean, this is like kind of feature film quality stuff and feature film level kind of acting too i mean this was this was a movie pretty much in four minutes it had unbelievable uh color this was one of the most interestingly colored videos of the year by alex bickle um it had you know unbelievable acting from michael kenneth williams um and it had you know a a kind of a, a plot and some action to it um it was it was it was i think the best kind of narrative video of the year and it's also the uh, really well developed characters that had, like had a lot of depth to them, especially the, the you know that main character. I mean, there were there were a lot of layers to that guy that come across. You know, he's a character that doesn't that that barely speaks in the video. You know what I mean? It's just kind of through through facial expressions and how he reacts to the situations that he's in and the things that he has to do um, that just provides so much depth to this character as well, which is really like. It's another thing that was great about the um, Emily Kaibach Afterlife video is that you know you really saw more. You saw the inside of these characters. You know, you you, you got a little piece of them, what they were about as people, and so um, you know, and that's what that's what exists here in this video as well. Uh, and yeah, there's this. I think this is an instance where the video or the song was played such a, a big part in this because this is such a weird song from MGMT. It's such like a, it's got this really deep bass to it. It's got a really kind of noisy piano. It's um, it, it was a perfect kind of soundtrack to a story like this. There's this great that great shot where he grabs the, and he kills the guy through the through the iron door, the iron you know the iron with the bars on it's it. Like fence, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got the, you know, he's got that the, a look on his face where he's kind of pained. Um, and, it, you know, Isaiah times it, and his editor times it with the song um, really nicely. And, and uh, anyway, just a, a beautiful the, video. The, and, the, yeah. the sun right behind him and stuff. Yeah, it was just all the elements. Um, you know, it's, it's, it was a pretty unbelievable video, and hence why it's on our list. Definitely. Uh, did, um, Adam, did you, did you have Your Life is a Lie on your top ten? No, no, that's actually a good oh. example of what you were talking about earlier, uh, where I had to make some pretty difficult cuts to get it down to 10, and uh, I saw that one pop up in lots of lists, and I was glad that it did, because it was an awesome video, as was Cool Song number 2, but uh, yeah, no, they didn't make my short list, though. The um, uh, yeah, they're actually we were talking about. <laughs> there was one point where I was like, we, "Let's we got to add uh, your life is a lie under the top 10. and then we realized that you know having two <laughs> MGMT songs is probably not that uh, not that great. But uh, your life is a lie does uh, a factor pretty highly into our top fifty. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely it's I think it's in the top twenty even. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, so Hive, let's move to Hive. Mm, Hive, which is one of my favorite videos of the year from Mr. Hiro Mirai um, and our good friends at Doomsday Entertainment. Uh, this was one that I think I wrote in the in the little post that you know the the uh, collaboration between Earl Sweatshirt and Hiro Mirai is really interesting. It's not something that has a lot of videos. They've only done two together, but each one, the other one was Chum. And for some reason, I feel like uh, Hero just seems to really kind of understand where where Earl Sweatshirt comes from, from on a, like on, on a musical level, and how to translate that into uh, the uh, individuals. Because this, this song Hive is, I mean, it has that kind of like really uh, kind of deep bass to it, and that, that sort of electronic bass to it. That's sort of an undertone to the song, but it doesn't have anything in it that that is that necessarily makes you immediately think of something you know creepy or or weird like this especially not as dark as as hive is so you know hero just seems to have a you know understanding of where to take these songs and and you know take them in a way that earl sweatshirt like fits perfectly into the into this you know kind of world that uh, that he's able to create it's not a case of you know it's it, it's like a the director creates this this kind of you know fantasy land and then the you know the artist looks out of place in it and they just look like they don't know what they're doing there i mean this this feels like you know um earl sweatshirt and his natural element a little bit yeah like it was like like a like a hero Mariah created world that was inspired directly by earl sweatshirt and, and influenced heavily by him and so um yeah definitely and and it's uh really interesting the the we also did an interview this year with Hero about this Hive video, and um, uh, I, you know, I asked him about the connection between this and Chum, and he said something that was really interesting to me that Chum is kind of like a, a dream that somebody in Hive would have, and that's just like, you know, what what kind of like hip hop artist out there like can have the director of their video kind of say that and have it make sense? Like, you're not going to see. You know, like a like a Buster Rhymes video. And <laughs> well, why, I can't believe he said Buster Rhymes. Uh, you know, no, Buster Rhymes is actually a terrible example because in the past he's made some fantastic music videos. Let's go two chains. Even two, two chains, chains made some bad ones. I, I mean, just made some <laughs> great ones. But uh, you know what I mean, though. It's just like hip hop um, has been, you know, forever, and it's starting to shift. And I think like a large part of that is, you know, this this is an example of that shift. But like. You know, hip hop forever was just such a standardized. You know, the music videos for rap were were so standardized, and uh, it just had those same elements in there. And and you were definitely getting a shift in that. We get a shift in that further up the list uh, with the title of the creator video. I think but, Odd Future but, is changing that a lot as a whole. Like the whole yeah, Odd Future collective is has brought something new to hip hop in terms yeah. of uh, the type of creativity. Yeah, I I do think I I think that I think that. It was really like Yonkers. Uh, Yonkers, I think, yeah. represents a big shift in that, and I think we're starting to see it. Obviously, in more artists outside of On Future, of course, now because we just sure. mentioned two. You know, we just mentioned Two Chains, who's now started to do some really weird things in his music videos as well. But I think um, I, I definitely think that that the shift really happened around the time of Yonkers, and I think Yonkers was a big part of it. Um, uh, and so, you know, you're, you're definitely finding that influence here in this, in, in Earl and, and the way that he's also kind of taking, taking his music videos to a really different place. And uh, yeah, and, and Hero's the perfect complement to that. 
and it has these um the I mean the masks are extremely creepy first of all and um but the other thing that I really love is the wall kind of traveling up in this video that's one of my favorite kind of details from a music video this year you know he's sitting in this darkened living room <clears throat> and then the you know the wallpaper is is kind of slowly moving up like like one of those old like you know Walt Disney world yeah. haunted houses haunted mansion shit yeah man yeah, just... definitely <laughs> Uh, there's, it's got, it's got all of these little moments that really just like fuck with you, like, like the one where Earl's rubbing his eyes and he just moves his hands away and he's got no eyes there and stuff. It's just like little things like that that really like left an impact on me. And uh, about those masks, if you go to our Instagram account, you you can see a picture of me wearing one. So that's, that's right. Cool. That's cool. Forgot that's about cool. that. Um, uh, uh, let's move to number six. Another another Doomsday, another video from Doomsday Entertainment this year. Number six is Kangaroo Court by Capital Cities, directed uh, by Carlos Lopez Estrada and Capital Cities. And Doug, take us through a little bit of uh, of, of this video. Yeah, because this is another one that we did an interview for. We talked to Carlos about it, and the way that the um, the way that the co-director credit worked is essentially. Uh, this this idea came um, from Capital Cities, and basically Carlos got got brought onto the project to basically make it happen. But they were you know heavily involved in the in the process, and and basically the concept of this video is there's a a nerdy zebra who um, tries to get into a, an exclusive nightclub that doesn't allow zebras, and so he um, dyes his fur to make himself seem like a, a stallion or something and uh, gets into the club, is found out to be a zebra and then is um, put up for trial to, for death, uh, death by lion. And uh, I said the term kangaroo court, um, king court essentially means uh, like a court that was, was already up against you or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, it's already against you. You can't win um, already, and that's essentially the situation that this zebra finds himself in. Um, you know, he was going to be found guilty regardless of the situation. Of course, he was uh, and is, and um, he's he's sentenced. and And the 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 zebra is played, uh, and is the zebra and the lion are both played by the members of the band, and they're great in the video as well. Um, and it's it's just uh, uh, Carlos is. Um, Definitely, obviously, if any any anybody on this list is gonna, probably going to be one of our uh, favorite directors, um, and Carlos is definitely one of those. He's he comes up with some just some fantastic ideas in the way he executes things. It's really great, and this video's got the the like it's it's a big budget video. It's definitely a big pop video. Capital Cities has had two um, really big uh, music videos this year. Safe and Sound was also a huge hit, um, and a huge music video, and it's got that. You know that independent, like creative indie music video, kind of sold to it, but still kind of made it's this big spectacle with with all this you know makeup and a huge cast and that kind of thing. And it's just like a great combination and shows what can happen when uh, you know kind of a band gets on board with an idea. And you know, one thing that I really love about this video is that it it, it kind of at first glance seems a little. I mean, it, it is it is very on the nose kind of thing. I mean, like the the sort of morality play, um, but it, you know, it definitely has a few different levels to it. It's it's kind of a, it's kind of in the tradition of 
you know, the, uh, American literature that uses animals for stuff. I mean, there's a whole, I mean, pretty much everything that I think everybody our age read in like middle school and like early high school was like animals like acting out, you know, you know, human stories and stuff like that. Like, you know, animal, te- an- what's that? To teach you about shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like, like uh, animal farm and, uh, you Charlotte's know, web, Charlotte's web and all these other different things that centered and like watership down and like all these other book, I think watership down. If, if not, then never yeah, mind. that's with the rabbits. That's with the rabbits. Yeah. And what's the other one with the rabbits? Uh, Anyway, there's another one. Um, but anyway, th- th- there's this kind of weird tra- tradition of using animals as as these kind of stand-ins for other things because we because we can understand them and kind of detach ourselves from them also. So, you know, I'm not saying that this is like an animal farm type of thing, but it definitely had like a weird kind of twisted element to it, especially when they got to the the, the part where they were kind of tearing them apart. And all these, they're very clearly, you know, um, pieces of pink paper. But it's done in this, it, it, it's like this, again, this like hybrid of really graphic violence with this kind of stagecraft that was really, you know, I, I didn't see any other video this year that kind of was able to pull that off in the way that, that uh, Carlos uh, did with, with Kangaroo Court. Yeah, it's and it's moments like that that, yeah, that really stood out, like you said, like the, when the... You know they're they're actually like t- tearing into the zebra and like cutting them up, and how like the room is just like there's just like sausage links and stuff all over the room as well, which is at like actual dead animals, and and uh, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's kind of twisted too for like a video where it's like oh look the band's dressed up as a zebra and stuff. Yeah, and, and I, this is not. I don't. Ha- I haven't seen any other list that has this video on it, and I was half surprised. No. That half. Uh, wait, was that him? I was just gonna agree that I haven't, I hadn't seen it on very many, if if any. Yeah, and I think one of the reasons is I think it's because on first glance it does seem a little. I mean, the 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 um the screen cap is you know the the guy dressed as a zebra with a hoodie on. I think I think it it may um it takes a little bit of time to kind of sit down and get to know because it has that kind of novelty aspect to it of the guys dressed with animals. Also, I think because it was the follow-up video to safe and sound, which was so incredibly successful. I think that, that I think that people have a, a natural tendency to kind of, even when something is ambitious to look at it kind of a second try and go like, Oh, well it's, it's great, but it wasn't as good as, as the first one. And th- in this case, I think I, I enjoyed kangaroo court more than safe and sound. I think there might be another thing that might play into it too. Um, at, at least on first glance, it might seem too literal for right. the for the title of the song. Like sometimes that's kind of a a silly thing that that really literal translation to the music video. But uh, but there's more to it, right? It's a good video. I, yeah, I think it's I think it's a great video. It's at number six on our list, so it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty. It ought to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll start tearing it apart. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was an, uh, I wanted a few, I think we didn't, we put this out before we saw really anybody else's list. So I was happy to see videos that had, um, others on it. And also ones I, I was, I was hoping that there were going to be a few that didn't appear anywhere else. So I was, I was glad that we, we caught that one on there. Um, number five, we're done. We're in the top five now. Ooh. So number five is, I guess, probably the definitely the most popular in terms of views, I believe, and also in terms of uh, just from our list. What's that? Yeah, from our list. 
Um, and that is We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus. Um, either the director's cut, Diane Martel's director's cut, or the or the, the main cut, which has more of product placement and also has... Uh, you can always tell at the beginning um, when if Miley chomps the teeth down and there's a sound effect, then you're watching the regular cut. Um, so the, the uh, reason that we put this up so high, I believe, is that this was a music video more than I think anything else that had... Uh, super big cultural impact on music and on music videos. And I think a lot of people are going to be pointing to Wrecking Ball, and I can definitely see why. That's the one that everybody's parodied. Um, you know, this that came out after We Can't Stop. But I think that before We Can't Stop, I, you know, there was there was, we didn't really have a context of which to put, like, the new Miley Cyrus in, and nobody had any clue that she was going to pretty much dominate a lot of the conversation you know, from the summer on. And the thing that did it pretty much was, I mean, was this video completely. I mean, I know that, that the, the Terry Richardson wrecking ball kind of cemented that. And it was like the, that, you know, an outrageous video with the wrecking ball and her underwear and licking the sledgehammer and everything. But I think it's really easy to, to forget and underestimate just how different this was for Miley Cyrus and how good Diane Martell made Miley Cyrus look. Yeah, and, and you you couldn't get Wrecking Ball without We Can't Stop. And and by the time Wrecking Ball came out, Miley was already the business. I mean, she was already what was up. I mean, like you said, uh, which was a very good pun that Wrecking Ball cemented her spot there. Um, did I just say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, uh, but but uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think We Can't Stop really did. It was the transition video. It was what built her momentum the same thing that that the brother video did for them um the waste of my time video it was what you know it it represents that that real launching point for what we know now is miley cyrus and so um yeah i definitely don't think you know they couldn't have done wrecking ball without this one first at all and you, you couldn't just been it couldn't have gone from party in the USA directly to wrecking ball <laughs> and and for that to be like a smooth transition like we can't stop is uh was definitely necessary for that well even more important i mean i think it's important to, to like watch this next to can't be tamed by you know, which was directed by robert hales which was kind of miley cyrus's i mean it's a little quaint now i mean this can't be tamed kind of thing it was sort of you know, musically her trying to break out of, you know, the Hannah Montana role thing. And I mean, it was, it was a well, you know, it was a good video and the song was, was all right. And it was, it was very, very literal in terms of, uh, you know, she's like in a cage and she's like breaking <laughs> out of it and she's, she's all dressed in bird feathers and it's there, it's purposely provocative. So, you know, if she came back with something like that, um, and kind of inartfully tried to, you know, do another thing like, hey, Miley Cyrus is crazy now. Um, it wouldn't have worked. And I think... She in, probably can't come back from where she's gone now. Right, exactly. With, yeah. It was so good. And Diane Martel was so brilliant at every <laughs> element in this video and, and how she put everything together. Like, I agree. Uh Adam, you were laughing throughout. Did you? Do you have more to add to this? Yeah, well, I don't know. I was just thinking, <laughs> just about how they can, they can't come back from it. Like, a, oh, just yeah. kidding, guys. Hannah Montana's back. Right, here like, she is. Shoot, right? <laughs> this that, that was, was that was joke. fake. 
This is her. Yeah, I don't. I mean, why would you? Why would you want to come back from where she is? I mean, she's she's the she's the shit, right? Miley's the shit. And yeah, so, wanted, what, like, what's the comeback from awesome, I guess? Is yeah, what... I wanted to get weirder and work with some, like, more, you know, some different kinds of producers and stuff. I wanted to get even weirder. Like, the, I think that she's on the right track. And the, the better. Bangers is actually a really good album. It uh, is. Yeah, it's, which is surprised the crap out of me. Um, but anyway. Well, it does have its faults, but uh, but very strong. One of definitely one of the top tier pop albums of the year for sure. Better than like than some of the ones you'd expect to be, uh, you know, the number one uh, albums. But yeah, no, it's good. And and one more thing about because I think so so Miley didn't just like go like isn't just like a naked Hannah Montana now. Like she she did more than just sex it up she also like got really like weird and and or unique and and uh and different and that has carried through to this point into her performances and stuff like that they're all very you know sexy as well but they're also you know very different and she's doing things that you know aren't just her taking her clothes off and i think a lot of that was also established here in this weekend stop video and i think um it's it's important to recognize that. And or she had that quirkiness all along. That's the other possibility, right? Oh, well, I believe she did. I, I she did yeah, that. She made, that she Hannah Montana was a character. She was an actress, and yeah. now she's being Miley Cyrus, and 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 as an artist that is trying to put themselves out there. And so, yeah, I, I do believe that this is probably a lot closer to what the what Miley Cyrus is like on a, in in reality than anything she's done up until this point. Uh I fucking hate you. No, I F H Y. Okay. That's number 4. Doug, tell us about this video. Ooh, this video. This video. Tyler the Creator um off of his album Wolf. Fantastic album from 2013. This video is directed by Wolf Haley, who is Tyler the Creator. Um, the concept of this video, which uh, is very twisted, um, is Tyler is a doll um, in a dollhouse, uh, and he's got a girlfriend, maybe ex-girlfriend, who's also living in this dollhouse. And um, the subject matter of IFHY, this song, is... Uh, it's pretty aggressive uh he's shouting i fucking hate you frequently um but it's also you know it's i fucking hate you but i love you you know it's like a a guy who's who's been recently uh you know a, a relationship has recently come to an end and he still has very intense feelings for the lady that uh he used to be in a relationship with and he's um aggressive and angry at her but also still loves her dearly and um and it's essentially that that moment that's being played out in this dollhouse, um, and uh, and that's 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 the, the kind of the the elevator pitch of this video. But really, what what makes this video appealing is what's not in the elevator pitch, and that's how everything looks and how Tyler plays it, and just kind of the strangeness that exists throughout the video. Yeah, so we mentioned that uh, I think one of the in- most interesting bits of this is the. Uh, the prosthetics that Tyler the Creator has on it makes it. It's like if if anybody has seen anybody on, uh, there's a certain type of medicine that makes your face puff up. It kind of looks like that. Um, 
and even like, st- like steroids that people have to take when they I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, and you know, he th- there's this image of him on the couch that's at the screenshot and is of you know like the first minute of the video, and he's kind of like hunched over and stuff. Uh, you know, it's de- it's definitely like a a weird place for a hip hop artist to put themselves in. Like put them, you know, Ada right to kind of produce a track like this, but also to you know purposefully kind of like disfigure themselves and purposely kind of you know hunch themselves over and you know do everything that if you're trying to make just make yourself you know look like a, like a typical guy in a hip hop video is exactly what you you know don't want to do and you know the, the, I think the set design is also really fun for this video like the walls are painted with clouds it's, de- it's like definitely a dollhouse and if you look outside the window it's got the lake from the wolf album cover um, and I don't know the w- name of the woman who plays the the, the girl doll um, we don't have that on the site but she also does a really fantastic job and it's or it's definitely a, like her look is you know it's Tyler has like um, a type and he's very public. About yeah, I find it I, weird that you know that what his type is. You, well, he makes it very obvious, and um, and also I've you know heard people talking about the casting of this video, and they he was very particular about what this the female character needed to look like, and she needed to have like freckles and 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 you know was very there were very specific characteristics that that character needed to have, and. Um, yeah, the the woman in the video uh, possessed all of those characteristics. But yeah, he's very public with like his type and and what he's what he looks for in uh, in a lady. And just one look at his a lo- one look at his Twitter account, and you'll find it. So the and you know I think the other really I think one of the my favorite things about this video is the the song is is like all about pacing. I mean, there's it'll go for you know the beat for for a while and then all of a sudden you know he'll come in with that you know that I fucking hate you and it's like this really kind of abrupt change and not in tone but just like kind of like a onslaught of you know him and and you know what he's saying and they'll do the same thing in the video too like they when when he's placed into the upper you know part of the dollhouse I mean they just kind of stand there for a few seconds um there's all this like tension communicated through um, you know, just the way they're moving and like, you know, when they st- stand in still and when they're, you know, when he's moving through a door and things like that, it's really well kind of choreographed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I've, and I've seen the, uh, um, he, another thing that Tyler tweeted was essentially like a, it looks just like a napkin with the house drawn on it. And it's got like all these arrows going through it and stuff like that. And it's essentially the choreography for this video. And, uh, I, I got, gosh, I like, Essentially, like I look at this and and I look at the way that he was kind of presenting it on that napkin, and it just seems like this entire thing was in his head first, and like this is ex- kind of exactly what he probably envisioned. He he's really like some some of the videos and the ideas and the concepts that that he comes up with as a director are just completely insane and and amazing, and so he's he really is a, a fantastic director. He is, and if you go, he's under. Uh, do we have a separate? Well, yeah, we have a separate yeah, Wolf, Wolf Haley. Haley page. Yeah, um, and the, well, Yonkers. We we're just talking about the kind of the the reach of Yonkers. That's one of them, and like uh, Rella, which was on our list last year, and uh, definitely. But even this year, like he's really expanded beyond like just doing stuff for Odd Future as well. Um, he did a music video called "The Glowing" by a um, for a while. It, they weren't 
saying the name of the artist, but the artist has since been revealed um, as an artist named D.A. Um, but this was a really, like, it was kind of like an indie song. It wasn't a hip-hop song at all. And uh, it was a really, really great music video as well, Glowing by D.A., um, really fantastic too and so um yeah he's really kind of expanding and then he also did a string of uh directed a string of um <laughs> mountain dew commercials that got banned <laughs> but uh and they didn't it's a good thing to put in your resume my mountain dew commercials got banned but uh i mean the things that you can do in a music video you can't really do in an advertisement and so you know the 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 buttons that he pushes um in a lot of his stuff is he he pushed in those commercials as well, and it didn't really go uh, go his way. But uh, either way, fantastic director, um, and uh, yeah, really great. Made it on our list tw- two years in a row as director. Um, Congratulations, Tyler. He's he's st- he's stoked about <laughs> it. Um, so bubble butt, let's go to bubble butt, y'all. Bubble, bubble, but I actually ha- have you seen this on people's lists? I I haven't looked so. I, I... Yeah, it's been around a little bit. It's been on some of the lists that we've um that we curate that we had people curate for us um and all and you're all I've also seen the beach house video. Mm. Yeah, the some beach house one more so than this one. Definitely Which surprises me. Um, um I don't know. I t- I. I know Man, why it's on our list. They're both awesome. They are both. I mean, they're awesome. both awesome. Tough. And they're both yeah. in our fifty. But uh... with Ray Ray Wise is in the Beach House one, right? Right. right. Yeah. So Bubble Butt uh, is. Uh, I don't know. I I I, I always knew. I kind of knew it was going to be in our top top uh, five, ten. Um, the day it came out, you knew. The day it came out because, well, first of all, really big Tim and Eric fans, and uh, this this has less of the Tim and Eric style in it, but it has little you know little elements of it. But it, um, I think, the reason that we we really wanted to put this on here is because one of the criteria we used was something that kind of uh, we kept going back to again and again. And I think the, and honestly, the reason we kept, we I kept coming back to this video was. Not the butts, like not, not only the butts, at least. Yeah, I mean the a lot of the butts in this video are not exactly. It's not your my, type of butt. Oh. Not my type of butt. There's some, uh, there's I'm some, interested in every butt in this video. <laughs> well, there's so. a lot of different. As I said in the post, there's many different sizes of butt in, in Bubble Butt. Um, but obviously, you know, this was a this is a song that was a, you know major laser, but it had some really big names on it. it had Bruno Mars on it. Um, which uh, you know, that's got to be the highlight of his career, doing the bubble butt co- <laughs> chorus. Um, maybe he'll do it at the Super Bowl this year. You never know. Um, no, it, it, it had like uh, um, two chains, two chains, and which he he was not he did not appear on one of the versions. Um, Tyga, <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure who else. Mystic, Mystic. That's right. All who I'm you know I'm I'm fans of, and they do a great job of it. Um, and, but but it was definitely kind of like a novelty song in a way. You know, it's got the the it's talking about butts and every <laughs> verse is about butts not to say that you know a rap song can't be about butts but it definitely had you know like a like a novelty aspect to it you know the song is called bubble butt so then the video comes along and you're gonna expect you know I, 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 some butts in there and there's definitely some butts in there but i think this is uh a a really insanely fun video i think the the intro was one of my favorite intros the three girls dancing to the to the most like ridiculous beat uh it has like a dolphin <laughs> in it and then the other, and then the one of the details that i love is that they take a a picture of the girl and she inexplicably has a dolphin so there may be some sort of background to that 
<laughs> and they're and they're da- they're dancing and they're like you know when she's posing they're like look like a slut, um, but then it kind of breaks so out into this really um and you know one of the things I pointed out is in a in a in a song of all dudes there are no dudes in this whatsoever not even like once, um breaks out into this kind of like weird circus like dance thing, um or these ways women come out of nowhere and do these dances and it turns into a really not not if not technically uh technically you know amazing really fun and interesting dance video. Well, I I, I do think that there is some amazing technical things though in this video it, 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 and it's it's not like. It's not. There is definitely some Eric Wareheim directed videos that are like full on Tim and Eric. Um, you know, look like it could be. It could have come from Awesome Show, and this definitely doesn't have that. But it's definitely got, you know, still that a lot of that influence in there. And 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 it's and it's some of it is really like some of it's really well done. And it's also like you could just tell, uh, just like that every like kind of every element of this video seemed really like as 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 insane as it, it appears when you watch it and it just is like all right we let's get 30 girls who know how to shake their butt in different ways and put them in this room like it's it it actually is a lot more kind of methodically planned out than that which is also um something that you realize after watching it like 75 80 times <laughs> like i have i mean definitely this 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 is one of the videos that i definitely watched the most this year maybe the video i watched the most um for for a variety of reasons for a boatload of reasons but uh yeah just just a fantastic video and and i don't know to me it just uh if i i think it fit the song also so so perfectly i mean major laser does a lot of really great videos and a lot of them with Eric, but like this is this is the exact video that this that this song needed to get, and so and uh, nobody well, else could have directed it. I don't no, not like this, like a perfect fit. Yeah, not like this. Yeah, not exactly. And it's like like knowing Eric Wareheim like as a performer and stuff. It also like for me it softens some of the like over the top like sexiness of it you know just like the it it really like runs in that direction like you said in the in the post adam but just kind of like knowing you know it it's different than depending on who directs the video you you makes you think of how the nudity is treated differently and you know we uh we give eric some credit here where maybe we maybe we wouldn't give terry richardson and so yeah yeah and and so it's just interesting uh, but, about that. And the to me, the stars of this video are the three, the three, the trio of girls that are dancing and are um, that they they're wearing like kind of yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the ones that that have they're kind of like the star of the show in terms of like them actual the, dancing. Them and the one main girl who flies in at the beginning. Exactly, they do, yeah. they do a lot together. But um, everyone's everyone's really talented dancer too. I mean, the dancing they're doing is crazy. But um, like just like like compl- like full split with a with one of the legs straight up in the air, just like shaking all the things. But uh, <laughs> but um, but like it's it, it it's like it, it's not it, it's really complex and difficult. And these and all these ladies are very talented. And in fact. One of the girls um, who are in the very beginning of the video who get their butts blown up 
with air <laughs> or with bubble i don't know with what <laughs> but uh uh one of those girls is named lexi hume i think is how you say her name h-u-l-m-e and and like if and she's been in a lot of music videos this year where she's doing all sorts of dancing not necessarily dancing that is butt centered but like uh um uh you know just just like ballet and very like you know serious forms of dancing as well and so you know this is not just people shaking their butts there is there's a lot of choreography and planning involved in these butt shakings and but the, the one thing i will dock this video for is um during one of the overhead shots where we see the three you know three ladies in the in the pink or the, sorry the the yellow is that one of them has their tag out oh fuck it's and that i maybe like deep down inside of me there's like you know, some some vestige of OCD that's like mm, I really want to put that tag in that's gonna shove, gonna shove that tag back I can't believe Eric Wareheim didn't didn't uh, catch that on the monitor but whatever that's why it's at number three and not number one yep that's it that tag that tag <laughs> down two levels uh, take take fucking that yeah. and, and and I think it's a really big testament that, that um, or, or really important to point out that a lot of these novelty videos come out a lot um there are definitely artists. I can't remember what the name of that song was, but that they did a thing with like like giant boobs or butts or whatever. And then, but that it's it just a lot of times it just doesn't. I mean, it'll get views on novelty, but it just doesn't work. It's just not something that it's really well, tough to make something like this that people want to come back to. Yeah, it was that. Um, is it? It was it the the Flo Rida and Pitbull yeah, song. Yeah, that one. I mean, it was still a fan, that was still a fantastic video too. Uh, I can't remember who directed that. Now, I, I still love that video too. But yeah, it doesn't have it doesn't have with this, that extra something that I think Bubble Butt does. So number two, I think this is something that uh, this our number this two, is- Adam, was your number one. Yep. Um. So, um, yeah, why don't you take why don't you take it for this one? Sure. Um, so this video is a very awesome video directed by Fled and Manu, who are, I believe, a French director duo. They are. That, that's right. Yeah. So uh, I I knew of their work uh, first from their series of M eighty three videos, which were all really really good. Um, and this was actually my first introduction to Gesaffelstein too. I hadn't heard uh, any other stuff prior to seeing this video, and uh, so that kind of gives a basis for it. In high school, um, all I listened to was industrial music and nothing but so, uh, and the EBM, which is kind of the dancier version of industrial music. And this track is a major throwback to that sound, that German dance industrial stuff and so is the video it's uh well videos weren't big in that genre at the time but uh this is exactly the kind of video that i would imagine would have been made for these tracks so what goes down in this video is uh in these tracking shots we see various images uh and themes that kind of have like a a running social commentary in them about corporate corruption and greed and all kinds of other really cool things but the way that they're um that they're shot i think the those tracking shots are are part of what's awesome about this video but also just the imagery you can pull like almost any still from this video and you'll get like an amazing just basically a screenshot of coolness 
So, yeah, and it goes with the track really well, too. Like, that's a big thing for me, that it enhances the music. And being that it's an instrumental track, even more so, I find that a, a visual or a music video for a track that's instrumental uh, can really help to give the music more, uh, you know, listenability, I guess. And, 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 uh, it is a word. Um, and the, some of the tracking shots are just it, by themselves, just completely insane. There, there's one that starts at the minute, the minute point. That's like something like 72 seconds long or something like that. It's just like an insane tracking shot. And obviously, um, like so much happens in it. It starts with a close up of a uh, beautiful woman's woman's naked butt, and it just pulls backwards through a car, past a series of people, and you know eventually ends on a, a like a bunch of engineers working on a jet. And uh, obviously, I mean, this stuff could not have all been actually in the same room at once. You know, I think that this is a series of shots that they have you know kind of stitched together to make it seem like they were in one shot um Mm -hmm. but uh but either way it is just just such a thing to kind of just watch kind of play out and so but you agree adam that's i I, you know we didn't do an interview on this one but i mean that it had to be right there's no way that this stuff was all in some big warehouse somewhere yeah i'm not sure exactly how they did it whatever whatever they did it was pretty flawless um i think that uh you know there, there is that one shot that i think um is pretty memorable because it also is the screenshot, um, which also has a little bit of a uh, little bit of boob, um, and it, you know this is one of those videos that that definitely has that sense of like once you're done with it the first time you're like oh shit I gotta it's gonna take me this is gonna take me a while because it has all those you know like kind of literal layers like once you kind of uh, once you absorb one uh, image. You're like halfway through the next. Yeah, yeah, you're halfway through the next. You're, and then you're, but you're not just like shown them in one. You know, it's not like like here's the butt, here's the car. You know, here's a girl. You know, woman spitting at you. It's it's they they come in layers and they come. You know, you yeah. you move through them. It's it's a it's a really um, interesting experience. You got to watch it more than once. There's tons of symbolism, and I see some every time I watch it, I see, I catch something different that I didn't see the, on prior viewings. It's so let's. Uh, well, I think it would be interesting to point out like, one of the symbols in there because this is that's something that I've I've kind of wondered about everybody's interpretation. Is there one that that maybe Adam you could point to? Yeah, I love the finger pointing. There's uh there's one shot where there's a bunch of uh, men in suits. And they're all kind of pointing the finger at everyone else, which is kind of like a corporate corruption kind of a theme, right? Where it's not our fault, it's their fault, and it's their fault, and then it's no one's fault. Chaos ensues. <laughs> and and what do you? I, I was or silence. Yeah, exactly. No, I I definitely agree with that. And then there's the 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 I guess the because she is in the screenshot, she's kind of the the mascot for this video, the woman who spits. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what she's what she's in there for. That's something I've kind of wondered about. Yeah, I feel like she's there's not... a reason for everything in this. I, I don't know them all, but mm-hmm. well, that scene starts off obviously as it's not just a butt; it's a naked model standing in front of a backdrop, and then it pulls out through a car where there's another woman who looks like a model who who who's not just upset but upset directly into the camera lens and then we we pull back even further to reveal this even a aggre- far more aggressive more aggressive and uh 
more angry woman. Um, so angry that, yeah, she doesn't care that her, her boob's hanging out. And, uh, yeah, she spits at the camera. So, obviously, the anger is is uh, directed at directly at the camera. And so... Um, at us, essentially. Yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, maybe it's a remark on the objectification of... So, the- something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Could be. And there's, and there's just one of the interesting moments or the interesting effects of doing, you know, a shot like that is... You know, after she, you know, spits at you, you kind of, and you know, when you're starting to see the top of this jet that is being worked on, you know, she, you can kind of see her have like a moment, like after you've left, I mean, she puts her hair, you know, hands on her head through her hair, and kind of just stands staring out into space, like she's been kind of traumatized. It's a really, it's it's one of those videos that I don't think we could go, th- you know, I don't think anybody could go through and and say like, uh. You know, like there's the clue. You know, like that. There's there's the cookie on the floor from the first frame. You know, it's like not one of those things. I think it's much more. You know, it's it's uh it's much more of an experience than anything else. It's it's in and in terms of music videos, I mean, there there this has been a year where um uh all of these different ways of you know making music videos, you know, twenty four hour music videos and music videos with seventeen different TV channels just to make it a different more memorable experience. I think Fleur and Mano did uh, did that here w- with the, with 2D with the with the, just with the yeah, regular sure. old tools. Yeah, right. That's a, that's a that's a good point too. And a lot of people there, there was you know we we do a monthly email and and we um, highlighted in in last month's email the fact that you know it was a it was a red letter month for for interactive music videos and it really was like uh, you know a lot of people put out really kind of noteworthy interactive music videos and we got a response a reply to the email of someone who was just very angry about interactive music videos and they were like fuck that that's not real storytelling that's, you need you just go go you know you need to go like they were just upset about the fact that like interactive music videos are not traditional filmmaking you didn't tell me about that. Oh, sorry. I thought you got those two. <laughs> you're always, you're always, you always assume that I get the contact. Contact. I don't. So yes. You. So yeah. So somebody was really upset. They're like, "That's not real storytelling." And then they sent another email. They're like, "Oh, but we love your site, by the way." So they wanted to make it clear that they weren't angry at us. They were just reacting to the yeah. interactive music videos. That's another. You know, I, I have an issue with people putting stuff like. Um, the Bob Dylan video on like uh, best of lifts. I can definitely see the happy one, but the uh, you know there's. I mean, I mean, it's a discussion for a whole another podcast. I think we need to do an entire one just on interactive music I think videos. It was actually, Pitchfork's number one might have been the Bob Dylan. Yeah, one. that's. I I just I, have a, I, I, I think it's cheating. To be I honest. have a real big issue with that, um, and, I, and it definitely fits in with with, with our angry e- emailer there, um, because. And I'm, I'm not, you know, obviously we run a website and 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 uh, we're not Luddites or anything like that. But there's just, it's a, I mean, it's a fun novelty. It's a fun, it's a fun thing. But it's just, it's not the. What do you think the best music video of 2013? I just don't understand what, what's going through your head. Yeah, I, and you know, and I really like, and I, I like when, you know, I like, like. People like Chris Milk and and Forklops, who who seem to just be really interested in kind of exploring what can be done with these technologies, and 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 I love some of the stuff that they've come out with, and I'm in a, a huge support of that. But I just it's it it um 
yeah, it's different when you're yeah. I, I don't think you put that. I still like don't think you put that Bob Dylan video at the at the top of your list. Like that's not going to be what I remember from this year personally. No, and I think that pe- a lot of the reason that people are are kind of interested in that is because it's just this um, you know rush to what's next. Or rush to um, like call something out as a future or something. And I think when they see like this Bob Dylan video, they say like, "Oh, like this is the future of music videos. Like these interactive videos. Like, and I, and I, I think interactive videos have their place. I think that they've they've had some missteps along the way. Um, and this is, I think, a step in the right direction. But um, I think it's just part of the story. I mean, when you're talking about um, you know, images from 2013. A lot of them are music video images, and a lot of them have nothing to do with any sort of interactivity. They're just yeah. classic images. I mean, the wreck, Wrecking Ball, and um, and Blurred Lines, and all that. You know, all those kind of images that we like, have become part of. You know, what everybody's going to remember about this year. Yeah, um, it's not going to be the fact that they could flip from. Yeah. Drew Carey to, to Property <laughs> Virgins, and those people are singing. Those people are singing a Bob Dylan song. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going to be like. Oh. Number one. So number one, obviously, is a super difficult thing to do, um, especially in a year that has so many awesome ones. You know, blah blah blah. You've, you've everybody. Everybody does. Everybody does the same song and dance at the beginning of their list. So, like, it's so difficult to t- to do this. Um, but again, I think one of our criteria is one of the things that we came back to. And this is a music video that initially I, I watched and I was like, huh, okay. Um, and maybe a few weeks later I was like, I'm going to watch, you know, I just want to see this video again. And I just kind of kept watching it and watching it. And uh, it's, it's, it's Portugal the Man's Modern Jesus, directed by A.G. Ross, um, DP'd by Michael Reagan. And this is another one. Um, uh, one of the few on the list that we did an interview with, uh, not with a, uh, A.G. Rojas, but uh, with Michael Reagan. Um, and this was... A, and also with Portugal the Man. That's right, and also with Portugal the Man. I forgot about that. Um, and so this is a music video that is uh, documentary style, I guess. I think it's half documentary style, half, um, you know, um, other sort of made elements. And what uh, Michael Reagan and Corbett Jones, who's a producer, and Anna Rao, who's another producer, and A.G. Ross did is they went across, I think it was 15 states. And how long did it take up, Doug? I think it was 20 days. It was It was not an unsubstantial amount of time. And they were in a, basically in a van. And uh, they rode through, you know, the American Midwest, I think, into the West. And they just filmed things. And uh, they put it together into this music video. And... You know, I'm, I I love documentaries. And I think I'm partial to them, which is one of the reasons that I like this video so much. But I, this is, I think, this is a lot more than a sort of road, you know, road music video or a documentary music video or something like that. Um, what AG was able to do was, you know, create something that you know not only just like sort of built onto the music, but kind of heightened it and explained it in a way that I don't think. A very like select handful of music videos are able to do. Um, it also has a lot of really provocative and weird imagery. I mean, they they stumbled upon some complete weirdos in this video, <laughs> and um, some crazy things. You know, cows being born and 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 that kind of thing. I mean, a lot happens. A lot happens in in this music video and in that twenty days. Um, 
I, one of them, I think, one of the centerpieces of it is the guy from who, the guy who has his hand on fire from the the screen cap is uh, these guys who do this you know this this wrestling amateur wrestling stuff that is super the real thing as far as what we have heard um, in terms of. Like when you see that guy put barbed wire on another guy and then body slam him on top of yeah. the barbed wire, that's actual stuff going down. <laughs> yeah, that backyard wrestling shit. And there was actually kids at my high school who used to do that, and they would come to school just completely fucked up, like not able to walk, just gashes and stuff. I mean, that's that's real life. They take what they fake on TV and actually do it, because mm-hmm. um, because you know America. Yeah, and I think America kind of factors really big into this music video. I mean, there's the 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 song, you know, Modern Jesus. You know, the chorus goes, you know, we don't need no modern Jesus. It's it's about like an us, a kind of. Um, and obviously, since they're talking about Jesus, it's sort of a a comment on you know organized religion and um, you know the, the the you know being being something that's a part of you know something that's such like a social structure. Of America and what AG and you know the rest of these guys did was go through and and kind of capture people who are on the fringe in a way uh, and sort of aimless. They're all doing activities that they it feels like they would have done them if if um, you know AG and, and would have stumbled upon them or not. You know, yeah. I mean these guys would have been doing backyard wrestling. If, if but they're none of them are like going anywhere or doing things. They're just doing things, and they're doing things outside of the mainstream. Um, and and they're not real. They're kind of aimless in a way. Um, it's 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 a it's a music video like traveling across the country and finding people just kind of you know wasting their time in a way. Um, and it's really fascinating to watch. Um, yeah, I uh, I. Don't know if I have anything to add to that. I think you've summed it up. You know, it, it's tough to, to actually describe like why we choose we chose this as number one. But this is this year was one where we kind of put it. We both put it at number one, and we're like, "Yep, do we have any arguments over this?" And and there was absolutely none. We kind of both both agreed on it. Um, and just just uh, to clarify, I said we did an interview with Portugal the Man. We actually did a video with. John Gurley of Portugal the Man, uh, who is the man in this video as well. Portugal the Man is a band, right? That's I hope true. I said it. I hope I said his name right. Probably I think did. You did. I think you did. Um, Pretty close. Pretty close. So there we go. I think that um, it was really tough to. I think it was also tough to put this list together because we knew that people would like, uh, like a lot of these people we now are in contact with, and and I wouldn't. And you know we knew there was a good chance they would they would see this list. That was also kind of a interesting aspect of this that we didn't have to deal with the years past. We could just go yeah. throw things out and be like, "This is what we like," you know, "fuck everything else." But fuck uh, you guys. I know there and and there was there was a lot of stuff that uh, we would have liked to also you know there was a lot of videos that we thought deserved end of the year recognition that just didn't fit in fifty. You know. And, and I'm like, and there's got to be a limit, right? Um, like, I, I considered us doing a hundred, but then when we get to a hundred, it's like, oh, but man, they're <laughs> <laughs> just like doing like, here are the best six thousand videos of two thousand eight. <laughs> why, why two thousand eight? Uh, do we have to, Do we have? Do we have time to go through our superlatives? Oh man, we're at an hour and a half. I think we got to cut it off. And uh, son of a one. bitch! Son of a bitch! I know. And we can't even talk about anything from this week as well. Oh, well. Nah, well, we'll talk about Saturday next week. 
Well, that doesn't make sense. Deal? Rebecca Black came out with Saturday. Do we? Uh, whatever. Let's just stop. Nothing. There's nothing to talk about. Um, I watched this R. Kelly cookie video for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was it. That was our top uh, ten of the year. Thank you for sticking with us and letting us. Uh, um, uh, ramble through that um, and I also want to de- definitely give a huge thanks to um, Isaac Ravishankara brother the Prez brothers um, Norton um, Adam thank you from Fringe Music Fix um, and Rez- as well as Evan Proslowski and uh, and that was and we got a few more we got a couple more uh, Ian Perlman sent one over um, uh, 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 who else Adam you're the one that gets them. No, other Adam. Who else did we get one from? Oh, yeah, we've got uh, Enos uh, is uh, Rappy. Yeah, he's going to have one. Uh, Enos. And is, maybe we're you, gonna... Are you publishing that one? Or... Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. So All right. It'll be out when this podcast is out. Cool. So there we go. You know where to find us um, on the Twitter machine and the Facebook machine and on the web. And um, until, uh, until next week, we'll see you guys later. I wanted to point out is some of these websites are um, releasing multiple lists. Have you guys noticed this? No, no. So uh, BuzzFeed has the 24, has a post at 24 of the most brilliant videos from 2013, and then they have 23 best music videos. Oh, shit. What? Uh, This is a 2012 list. That's that's staying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's going on the it's going on the end of the podcast. Um, so we a bit of we had a bit of time travel. Continue on. Can you believe uh, that these these people are saying that they're releasing multiple bests of music video lists with just different every numbers year? after it? Every year. Every it was year. Uh, it was a related. Concept. I mean, I can I could just I could yeah. Um,